So this is Dear Dennison. Um, we have a very special guest with us today. Um, Ellie, can you, who, who do we have with us today? We have today the President Weinberg of our university. <laughs> President Weinberg. So Dear Dennison um, is gonna take a, a different turn today. And we're, we're gonna talk to President Weinberg about some pretty cool things we think so, and also put it in the, the Dennison context um, for you. So Ellie, I wanna start with a, with a little game. Does that little game go by the name of A Little Birdie Told Me? Birdie Told Me. So, President Weinberg, um, a little birdie told me that you are a dog dad. Do you, do you have a dog? I got, we have two dogs. We have a- Two dogs. Two dogs. We have a lab, a British lab, actually, Ellie. And we have a um, miniature Labradoodle. And the miniature Labradoodle, as of about a month ago, has a job. It is- picked up every morning at 7.30 by the Denison facilities crew and comes up to campus to help them with their work, including helping the geese understand that we really do not want them. <laughs> the dog does this? dog does this, yeah. She wow. comes back, he comes back exhausted three hours later. That is so interesting that not only does President Weinberg work for Denison, <laughs> but his dogs, his, dogs work, <laughs> his dogs work for them too. Ellie, um, what's what's the next? Thing yeah, so little, I think a little birdie told you. Yeah. yeah, so I was like sitting at a bench one day, and a little birdie told me that you are a very big hockey fan, President Weinberg. I am. A, yes, I am a big hockey fan. So I played hockey growing up and had the the opportunity to play in college, which was great. Now there is nothing in the world like playing Division three sports. Um, and then I actually have a couple of nephews playing in the NHL, which is super fun. One plays on the East Coast with the New Jersey Devils. One plays on the West Coast for the Vancouver Canucks. So on a given night, I can watch one play at seven and one play at 10, which is really, really, really fun. You have nephews in the NHL? I have two. I have, my sister will be the first American with three boys, hopefully, we hope, um, drafted in the first round. One was, the first two, both were first round draft picks and we have great hope for the third one this year. So did they get their skills from you? Absolutely not. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure you you taught them a few little tricks. But wow. um, if you had a, if you had a choice, would you I, be pro hockey or president of Denison? If you had a choice. Oh, president of Denison. Um, <laughs> okay, no good answer. No two ways about it. Um, but but I've learned no. The, the only thing I've taught them is how to be a good spectator. I spectate well. Um, no, I love the I I love my job. That's good to hear. So the next next thing a little birdie told us was quite interesting. A, a little birdie told us that um you have a tattoo. I do. I love my tattoo. You do? Can you yes. tell us a little bit more about your tattoo? So um so I have a tattoo on my arm. Um and it's super cool. So uh, when I was in my early 40s, I had a a major health scare. Um just, you know, I needed to to take better care of myself and in the course of of uh, learning to do that, I picked up a really serious meditation practice, um, which is something I never ever thought I would do. And it's become a really important part of my life, something I greatly value. And um, one of the things that my doctor at the time said was that my goal should be to make it to my 50th birthday without a major medical event, um, which I was able to do partially because of my meditation practice and largely because of my mindfulness work that I picked up. And so on my 50th birthday, I found a local body artist, um, Kat Moya. And I told her my story. She, she doesn't, you don't get to design it. You sit with Kat, you tell her your, your story, what means to you. And, 
And then she created this piece of body art, which she said I, um, I could either do or not do. And so it is on my shoulder and I, yeah, it means a lot to me. It always surprises people. Do I not look like the kind of person who would have a tattoo? No. You know, you know, that's why when the little birdie told us, we were like, we have to inquire about this. Yeah, because when you're in high school or when you're in college, um, you don't expect your professors or the president of your university to have a tattoo and have this, this life outside of college, to be honest. But, you know, I do attribute some of that to my to the liberal arts, right? I mean, I think one of the things that I took away from my own liberal arts education was lifelong learning, right? You, you grow as a person and you open yourself up to new experiences. And um, my meditation practice, my, the mindfulness piece of my life habits now and, and my tattoo are all deeply connected and have been really for the last 15 years, just a super fun part of my life. Yeah, I think the, I think that's interesting, especially that you you think about it in the liberal arts context mm -hmm. um, as well. Um, and I, I'm sure a lot of students probably will be just as shocked as us to find out you had a tattoo. Um, but I think that the next thing a little bit you told us dealt with something you just mentioned. Um, Ellie, you want to ask him the, the next thing? Yes. Yeah, so meditation a little birdie told us you love to meditate and you're very aware of your mental health and being in good shape up here um so you want to you want to tell us a little bit about that yeah so um a very serious meditation practice but it's really part of a a much broader set of just life habits that i've developed over the last 15 years around mindfulness more generally um and you know, I often say to students you know lots of students see me walking around campus that if you see me walking around campus with my hands in my pocket, I'm probably doing a walking meditation. But people will often ask, how often do you meditate? When do you meditate? And I can certainly answer that question, but but actually my life has become much more meditative, very present in the moment. Um, and, you know, I, it, we, as you know, we're doing a lot of this work around Denison right now, right? Helping students develop mindfulness in their own way. So I'm a meditator. My wife is not, but she's a she's got a yoga practice that means a lot to her. But I, but I do think the, the pace of modern life forces all of us to develop the tools of emotional agility and emotional resiliency. And I think one of the great things about a liberal arts education is we're trying to develop whole people, right? People who can who can launch into life and, and, and lead, you know, um, meaningful lives. And so mindfulness is a, is a set of tools and a way of being in the world that I'm, that's, that's added a lot of richness to my life. So what would you tell Denisonians about meditation? Like, would you encourage them? Like, I'm sure you would encourage them to do it, but is there a way you think they should go about it? No, I think what's really, so I would start with mindfulness more generally. And, and I would tell people to kind of look at the range of different ways people develop mindful practices and figure out what works best for you. It's a personal journey, right? And it's not anything you ever learn to do. It's something that becomes part of your life and, and part of your life's journey to learn to do better and differently. So for some people that's gonna be meditation, for others it's gonna be yoga. For for a lot of people it might be running or swimming, right? Or mindful eating, or there's just, there's our, um, uh, I know for a, a lot of our students love to go for walks in the bioreserve, right? That's that's a mindful practice. But I think it is it is fundamentally about learning to be present in the moment, right? It's fundamentally about developing the tools of emotional agility and emotional resiliency. And I think one of the many reasons that our students um, are succeeding, right, in, in, in not just in their careers, but in their lives and they leave Denison is this a way of, of being learning to be in the world, which is very much about a liberal arts education, right? Um, it's about developing ourselves as whole people. I think I can take that advice and run with it just just by listening to how mind, mindfulness works in your life, um, and especially for Denison students. Ellie, um, we last thing a little birdie told us, um, 
Ellie, well, what's the last thing Little Birdies noticed? Yeah, so my freshman year, I heard that um, apparently if you're randomly assigned a roommate and you stay with that roommate for all four years, you get to have dinner with President Weinberg. Is that true? Well, the way I put it is you have to have dinner with President Weinberg. Oh, you have to. You framed it in the, in the more positive way. Yes, we do that. It's a long, it's actually a, a, one of the many wonderful Denison traditions that we inherited that my best friend, partner, and spouse of 30 years now love to do. So every spring. Um, we, and what's so interesting, two things are interesting. One is how many of our students wind up staying with their roommates for four years. And I just, you know, um, every college diff is different, right? But for me, um, Denison is really simple. It's about the people who come here. It's about the relationships we form with each other and about those ways those relationships shape our lives. And the fact that so many of our students um, stay with their roommates. And then when I look at the parents, you know, I know a lot of students, right? And so you see two people live together for four years and they're totally different. That says something wonderful about Denison that, um, you know, you can go to any college and find people like yourself and develop good friendships. And that happens here as well. But one of the things I love about Denison is the way people come here and they form these deep friendships with people whose life experiences are very different from their own. And we, we learn that that's super fun and interesting and it allows us to kind of grow as people and, and, and enjoy our days more. So I, I love that dinner. I love that there's so many. I love seeing who actually managed to live with each other for four years. Um, it's super neat. Yeah, the fact that the fact that, that that happens such so often is just like you said, it says a lot about Denison. It says a lot about the relationships. I hear you say that line a lot. So it, it resonates with me a lot. Um, the next thing I want to talk about, uh, you mentioned, um, we talked about roommates. We talked about in um, college, you played hockey. I, I'm sure admitted students and students in general are curious to know more about your undergrad experience. Maybe, um, you know, some of your close friends or some clubs that you were in maybe, but just like a snippet um, about your undergrad experience and um, where, you, where you went for undergrad. Yeah, so I went to Bowdoin College as an undergrad. Um, and I loved, my, I loved my undergraduate experience. And there were a couple of things I really loved about it. One was just the academics were spectacular. It's, it's I think, you know, um, it's one of the reasons I fell in love with Denison so quickly, right? It's, um, we know that one of the single biggest predictors on whether somebody will look back on their college career and say it was life-changing is, did you develop a mentor, right? A close relationship with a faculty member or staff member college. We know that nationally, it only happens for about a third of all college students, but we know at Denison happens for over 90% of our students, right? And so for me, a fundamental part of my undergraduate experience was the relationships that I developed with faculty that just opened up my mind and imaginations in so many ways. And I often say to people that it's some of the courses I took as an undergrad, um, I feel like I'm still finishing them because those intellectual questions um, still animate me today. But the second was this incredible ability to go to college, to, to pursue what at the time were my two passions, my academics and, and my, um, my passion for ice hockey and wanting to play ice hockey. But, but because it was at a, at a liberal arts college at a division three level, I got to do so many things that and develop passions I didn't even know I had when I, when I arrived at, at college. And so, you know, like many Denison students, I got involved. In, in lots of clubs and lots of organizations. Um, but the biggie were just the friendships, right? And developing friendships. I grew up in the South, but developing friendships with people from all over the country. Um, and those those have remained some of my closest friends, right? So on my phone today, if you look at my phone and you look, you know, you look at the text messages, often at the top of the box are, are text messages from my college friends who, who still remain my closest friends. So, um, you know, I think my love for Denison, my passion for Denison, my, my view that everybody deserves this kind of education and far few actually have the opportunity to receive it is, is partially based on, on just how well served I feel 
um, by the liberal arts education I was my, that I was fortunate to be able to have as an 18 to 22 year old. And I think it's interesting too, like when you're talking about um, like how busy you were in college and how busy you were able to be, because I know that's something Ray and I relate to massively because we have a lot of things going on all the time. And when you tie that back to mindfulness and taking care of yourself, like all of these things tied in with liberal arts, it just all sort of ties seamlessly together, becoming like the best person that you can possibly be and looking after yourself. And I think that's what we learn at college. Like that's what I'm learning, like 3000 miles from home, like how to take care of myself and be far from my family. And yeah, no, it's, yes, it's, it's, a, it's a good old thing, the liberal arts. <laughs> I really think is special about, and you know, right? Cause you come from a, a country that doesn't really have a long history of this kind of education, right? It's, it's super special and unique and it really, it's not, it, it's unique in two ways. One is it just gives students an amazing four-year experience, just filled with friendships and experiences and opportunities that are hard to even imagine before you arrive on campus. And then the second is the way it really prepares you um, to be able to, what I think, ask are, are the three big questions, right? One is, what kind of life do I want to live? What kind of human being do I want to be? The second is, you know, how does, how does one become the architect, right, of, of that kind of life? And the third is how to use my time at Den in college at Denison to start to develop the skills, the values, the habits, the networks and experiences to get started. And so, you know, I often say what's really amazing about a Denison education is it, it truly unlocks the potential of our students to be the architects of their own lives. And we only get to do it once, right? We should do it in a, in a, in a way where when we look back, we just feel deeply proud of what we've been able to accomplish. Sounds like a lot of your experiences were similar to the experiences that students make here on the Hill. Um, and I think that's one of the reasons why President Weinberg is such a great president here at Denison, because your experience seemed to match the, the mold of, of what Denison aims to do. Um, it's so interesting, Ray, just to have one comment on that. So, you know, my, my um, as I said, referred to earlier, my best friend, partner, and spouse of 30 years will often say that um, before I came to Denison, she, um, she got a little bit tired of listening to me talk about all the concerns I had about higher education. Right. And things I thought were going on broadly in higher education um, that I just that didn't serve students particularly well. And I walked on this campus for the first time, probably in early September 2012, I guess. And I called her and I said, I can't tell you why, but if they'll have us, we have to come. There's something really special about this place. And I think she'll tell you that one of the nicer parts of living with me for the last eight years is I come home every day and just talk about how proud I am of Denison. And never have I been more proud than this year. Um, it's been a hard year, but think about the way this community has stepped up and into this COVID space and what we've accomplished together. Like, I feel just deeply proud and honored to, and fortunate to be part of this community. We couldn't, we couldn't do it without President Weinberg's guidance. Yeah, we're, we're very lucky. We're very lucky this um, this past year, uh, although there's been a lot of heartbreak with um, loss and, you know, like things are not anywhere near what they used to be. I think we're so privileged to be on this campus and to be around the people that we love and to learn in person. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's been a remarkable year. It's been a hard year, but we're one of the fortunate ones, I think. Yeah, and I was up on campus on Saturday and watched the... Um mixing my days up. So Saturday I watched our women's lacrosse team play and then our baseball team play. And then I came up and came on the on the academic quad and there were people throwing a frisbee around and sitting outside. And it was just great to see people out and enjoying themselves and together. Yeah, we, I, I feel like just this year alone has shown us a lot about each other. Um, and But now we, we want to know a little bit more about you. So we're going to do a little <laughs> speed round. Um, 
we don't necessarily have to go fast, but it's like a game show kind of kind of mentality, if you will. So um, me and Ellie will go back and forth. So um, you'll just answer and we'll just move to the to the next question. And they're like simple questions. But if you need to think about it, that's perfectly fine. So first question, favorite color. Oh, red. Denison red. Favorite food. Oh, mm, hummus. Favorite drink. Oh, red wine. Oh, classy. Favorite spot on campus? Oh, right out in front of Swayze. I'm sorry, right in front of Slater. Um, favorite dining hall? Oh, Slater Pit. Uh, absolutely. Favorite spot on in Granville? So favorite place to sit in Granville? Favorite space to sit? Um, probably out in front of Wits. Where World should... Place. What'd you say? World famous ice cream for people watching. Love wits. Cookie dough. I always get cookie dough. Um, where should students take their parents when they come to campus in Granville besides wits? Oh, I would say either the Granville Inn, which I'm partial to since it's it's Denison's, uh, Denison owned, um, or De Noche. I like De Noche and I, I like the, the owners of De Noche and they've been super good to our students. I, for the first time, just stumbled across Sugarloaf Park. Yeah, isn't it nice? I had no idea that existed. It is so strange. Like you Wait, feel you've never okay, we're going. I, I didn't know you've never been. I'll take you. There's basically so I'm always at Eisner and across from Eisner there's this little trail and it goes up and it's like this like um mound and there's like trails all the way around it. It's beautiful and you feel like you're like come if you feel like you need to get off campus, like you feel like you're far away, but then when you reach the top, you can see the entirety of Denison's campus. It's so pretty. And I can't imagine what it will be like in the summer. So have you been up to the eight, um, the 18th hole of the golf course? So don't go during the day, right? Because they're hitting balls right now. But go up at night with a bunch of students. And it um, it's, it's one of the highest peaks in Granville. And again, it overlooks the campus. It's gorgeous. Really, really, really beautiful. So just just to close, um, we, we want to ask, you know, a question that kind of, you know, not only encapsulates kind of your experience here, but also looking ahead. Um, what are you most looking forward to for the next four years? It might be a big question, but um, I'm sure a lot of admitted students will want to know, you know, thinking about the future and their them coming to campus. Well, what, what is President Weinberg looking for? That's, that is a really good question. So, um, you know, I think it's a, it's a super exciting time to be a Denison because there's so much momentum in so many different ways. So at the top of my list is all the really exciting work going on in the curriculum, right? It's the, the new academic majors we've rolled out the last couple of years. It's, you know, Elliot mentioned it earlier, the Eisner Center and just the incredible work we're doing in the arts, the, the way a lot of our more traditional academic departments are, are kind of um, moving the curriculum for us. I'm just super excited about what we're doing with the curriculum to give students not just a great education, but just amazing opportunities, right? With more opportunities to study abroad, more opportunities to connect with Columbus in, in new and different ways. Um, I think the second is um, super excited about all the work we're doing around careers, right? The work we're doing through the Knowlton Center, the, the Red Frame Lab, the Launch Lab. I mean, it's just so many different ways right now for students to come to Denison, um, to have this 
amazing world-class education to develop lifelong friends to get involved in things but also to really explore right what, what you want to do kind of post denison so it's not really one thing but i'm just super proud right now of just all the momentum we have in a variety of different directions i'm also quite frankly excited uh, about the new wellness center that we'll break ground on in, in a couple of weeks i think that will be just a really great hub for helping students kind of think about how do i develop the, the kind of life habits that i want to develop to develop the resiliency um, to do whatever it is i want to do post denison Thank you for that. I think Dear Denison is a space where, where students will really enjoy listening um, to your take. And um, me and Ellie have enjoyed having you, President Weinberg. Um, I think a lot of students learned something that they didn't know. Um, so we appreciate having you. And hopefully this was a little bit different from normal interviews you do. We wanted it, it to be a little crazy. more fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're awesome and I'm not surprised. <laughs> so we, thank, thank you so, so much. much. This was Dear Denison, um, President Weinberg edition. And we'll hope you come back and see you soon. Thank you, President Robert. Thank you. See you later. Goodbye.